Hello, everyone, and thank you for joining me for What's on Your Mind. I begin by meeting you where you are, letting it flow from my heart and out of my mouth. The purpose of this segment serves to inspire, uplift, motivate, educate, and most importantly, to encourage your hearts and spirits. I'm coming on right now because it's something that I've been noticing. And I'm particularly paying attention to this. And I'm paying attention to how many are being pulled in to not believing there is a higher power. Because we have inventions, we have technology, we're creating things. And particularly, I'm noticing this when it comes to the black man. That there are so many things that are pulling you from the truth. So many things. And I don't think that you're thinking about what put man in place. What put man in place? That it was not a spontaneous combustion that was caused by the galaxy or the solar system. I've just heard so many different things. Okay. And I know that it has really, really been beneficial when you have really had a solid um, foundation and being brought up you know, in the word, you know, I know that that's, you know, that's, that helps a lot. And I know that so many have not had that. Okay. And I'm sure that's what's contributing to it being so easy, easy to be swayed that way. All right. But I want to discuss a little further, um, you know, about that and um, what I think about that. Now, when I first began this journey, I was particularly, particularly concerned about the plight of the black man. George Floyd had just been murdered. There were others before him, and certainly there have been others after him. I empathized, and I began to put myself in the black man's shoes. I began to view my life as if I was a black man in America. I started at the point of conception. When he was in his mother's womb, what conditions was his mother undertaking as she carried this male child? Was she happy? Was she sad? Was she in poverty? Was she concerned about how she would put food on the table? Was she being mistreated at home? Was she being mistreated in the workplace? Where did she live? And who and where Is this man that impregnated her? 
Was he there? Or had he jumped ship? How much support was she getting from anyone? Family? Friends? And lastly, I ask, where was love? Where was love? God is love, right? So I took it a step further. I began to wonder, what conditions was this male child, this black male child, what conditions was he born into? Was the father present or not? If not, where was he? And what was he doing? How did this male child, this black male child, how did he grow up? What were his influences? What shaped him? Because how we grow up shapes us. What conditions, influences, and experiences shaped this black man? So at that point, my heart began to bleed. It's always a good idea to look at the big picture first. Look at a person's life, what they may have been through. What, you know, what they think, why they think it. How did they come to think that way? Although I have suffered at the hands of men, just like every other woman, I still try to always look at the big picture. Often we are bombarded with our very own problems and there isn't much room for empathy because we are merely trying to survive ourselves. However, my heart still bled for this here black man. I watched him die in the streets I watched him not have the same opportunities as others. To get in some circles, he had to be 10 times better. Yet, he's so gifted, so talented, many so genius. Fast forward. Fast forward to the present day. We all have past that are past that we wish we could erase part of it, some of it, some parts of it, or maybe even do over. There are no do overs in life. No do-overs, only new beginnings. 
And I say to you all, let's begin again. Start by looking inside and in, and examining our very own hearts. What's truly in that heart of yours? When people get in hot water, that's when they begin to do some strange things. So, I ask the question, how do we regulate this hot water? We regulate this hot water by examining our very own hearts. When we are only concerned about ourselves, only concerned with self, and have our own agendas, this is when we get into trouble. And for the woman, for the women, this is where you have to begin when you meet this man. What has his response been when dropped in hot water? Has he become a savage, bitter, angry? Does he feel the world owes him something? Blame the world, mad at the world? Or does this man, when dropped in hot water, does he have a pity party with no action? Crawl in a hole. Blame the world. Or lastly, does he rise? Making every effort to carry his own load. Not trying to use you. Or no one else. It seems like men more often have taken position number one. Unfortunately, not every single man, but the majority, when I look around, so, I ask the question, where do we go from here? Where do we go from here? Many of us, most of us, the majority of us, just want somebody to love us. We just simply want to be loved. If a person does not show you that they love themselves, how can they love you? How can you expect them to love you? So we begin with self-love. First knowing that the Creator loves us unconditionally. Just as we are. 
With this self-love, we begin to truly love ourselves. Forget about love from a man right now. And allow him time to examine his heart. Take a step away from being a placeholder, a human teddy bear, and even a jump off. Just love on yourself for some time. Asking to be filled with knowledge regarding how you are supposed to be treated. To desire this type of treatment. Additionally, to know how you're supposed to be talked to. How you're supposed to be courted. And how you are supposed to be treated. Do we want to celebrate kings or queens? Ask yourself, who really is the prize? And answer it for you. Because that's going to really depict your direction. Okay? And kings and queens should just reign together, really. So, it's time to work on self-esteem and self-confidence. Giving men time to work on their self-esteem and confidence as well. Also, Giving him this time, this opportunity to do some intense hard work. We have to do better. We cannot continue down this road. We have been all caught up in not focusing on the things that are important. Not focused on the things that impact our lives tomorrow. A pity party or a blame game is not going to evolve anything. Using someone, neither is going to evolve anything. But working on the heart can evolve everything. We all can and will benefit from this collective effort. As we strive to be strategic to improve our lives and the lives of those who trail behind us, it's not just about us. Writing this new story, this new approach as we position to go into our new year, 2021. With great promise, if we are sincere, we already know we need changes.
So this involves pursuing righteousness. Righteous perfection, being in pursuit of it. Seek to be perfect in your pursuit for righteousness. What does this look like? This is something that we can measure. And what you do is every single day, you you try your best to grow and be better, get better in places of weakness. That's when you truly begin to experience this grace. Because we've looked at grace and taken it for granted and think we don't have to work and think we don't have to do anything to evolve. No. In closing, I just want to say to you again, the goal should be for best results to truly experience grace, to truly see the hand of our creator move, must every day try to grow and get better in places of weakness. I believe we can do it. I know we can do it. We just have to start. And why not close this year starting out on the right foot? It's up to us. It's up to us. And I want to leave you with one final thing. And it is written. It is written that the meek shall inherit the earth. And know this. Good will prevail over evil any day, any day, every day, all day. I have let it flow truly from my heart and out of my mouth. And I look forward to sharing with you much more, much sooner than later. Good day.